This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Great day for talk radio. We're in self-isolation, as is everybody, it seems. So uh, we're connecting in a way that I guess we heretofore had not done. Everybody's uh, distance from each other, including our midweek panelists, Catherine Swift, the former CEO and president of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. How's Swifty doing? Swifty's doing fine, thanks, John, and uh, getting a little squirrely, but other than that, and who noticed anyway, right? Well, I was going to say a little squirrely. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you had a running start. Uh, Arthur Potts is with, with us as well, management consultant in the emerging low-carbon economy, and you may recall, former Liberal MPP for Beaches East York. Potsy, how are you doing? I'm doing well, 100%. Uh, isolated out here in Prince Edward County with a few family members and just keeping the distance from everybody and working from the uh, telephones. Yeah, I don't know if you're giving us an update or bragging. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Prince Edward County. Yeah, I was going to say there are, are worse places you could be. Listen, I'll start with you, Catherine, because I'm kind of curious today, the, the day that uh, we saw a royal assent granted to this uh, new Canada emergency response benefit, which, by the way, uh, was sort of intimated or, you know, it, it had been put in the pipeline late last week or early last week, I guess, by uh, Bill Murnau. But now uh, they topped it up slightly, $102 billion. And I hate to say or ask, is that enough? Well, we don't know. We don't know. But I I also think we have to realize that an awfully big chunk of the, of the total number we hear, which sounds astronomical, is deferred taxes. So it's something we're going to yep. have to pay later. And granted, being off the hook in the short term is, you know, not a bad thing. But, it, you know, I think it's sort of... Um, you know, gives you a, a wrong interpretation of how much money is really floating out there to go into people's pockets today. And given that there was a poll recently that showed around, I think it was just under a quarter of Canadians didn't figure they could last two months. And government doesn't move fast, even when things are normal. So, you know, again, the, the urgency here, I think, of getting some cash in people's hands is, is pretty, uh, pretty clear. Well, let's talk about how that uh, might play out in a better case scenario, because another stat, I guess it was the Canadian Federation of Independent Business came out with a recent report, and this is your group that you used to head. They say a a third of small businesses would not survive the month unless something drastic is done, which is why I wondered if it was adequate. But uh, let me ask Potsy, might there be a better facility or way of implementing direct payments to people? I mean put a check in the mail like they're promising to do in the states and then you know if uh, it's going to be means tested if you are beyond a certain threshold it'll be clawed back at tax time well i'm sure as people do their taxes and not this year but next year those considerations come into play about what kind of income is out there but uh, as the swifty says it's really important that people have this money where they're going to spend it of course is, is going to be an issue everything's closed uh, from a purpose of moving that cycling that money into the economy but it will go towards the base essential and let's not forget taxes deferred is money in people's pockets it's money in small businesses pockets and it's money in entrepreneurs and and self-employed people's pockets so this is going to be a very helpful measures i suspect all right but what about employment insurance you know uh they haven't really gone the distance, as you've seen in the UK or Belgium, they're talking 75, 80 uh, percent. Here it was a measly 10 percent, which 
was woefully inadequate to a lot of people I talked to. How do you see it, Catherine? Yeah, it, it is inadequate, and we are seeing other other countries in the 75 to 80 percent range. And that that those were the monies. Taught, that was that was a wage subsidy to keep people working in in businesses. So uh, yeah, that again. It, that is a good measure for sure, but of course, not a lot of people are actually working these days, other than in the so-called essential, you know, essential workplaces. So, uh, yeah, it's a challenge, and, and the money. I mean, even though it's not going to go to much consumer spending, I wouldn't imagine it will cover off an awful lot of essentials for families, and whether it's rent, mortgage, uh, utilities, um, food, obviously, and things like that. Obviously, you know, things things need to happen. I think to just maintaining people's confidence at a reasonable, maybe that's too much to ask, but at, at, a, at, a, at a reasonable level is, is so important right now because there's, there's panic going on out there. Well, $2,000 well, for a month is, quite, is, is a significant amount of money, and it, and it will keep people in base essentials. And I think that's the objective here is let's not people worried about having the essentials on the table. So $8,000, four-month program, I think that's pretty, uh, and it helps those in the gig economy. That's really important to understand. People who don't qualify for EI uh, allows people who are making money on their own as consultants, as as uh, freelancers, hairdressers, going to people's homes. It helps them out too. All right, uh, these are for folks who have lost a job, or they're looking after a relative who's sick, or they themselves are sick. Again, that's two thousand a month for the next four months, sixteen weeks. But how about I got an email from a mother of a student uh, who is going to the University of Ottawa, and come September, her rent is going up by 23%. How is that justifiable? Don't you think there ought to be some facility for uh, rent deferrals for persons as well as businesses, Catherine? Well, yeah, I do. Uh, but, but the problem is here, and, and again, it's, I'm not even criticizing government. There's a switch. Uh, but to, to get all this parsed, uh, out so that those landlords, there's a lot of small landlords, you know, some people have retirement savings, some decided I'll buy a property and that's my retirement. You know, so I, you, you can't view, you know, not paying a landlord in, in some instances, it might be feasible. In other instances, it's just shifting, you know, shifting the burden to someone else. So, but, but how you distinguish here in, in short order is impossible, frankly. So, uh, you know, how, how you do this is just so important, and, and it's tough to find answers, you know, in, in a very short timeline. Well, in the States, again, I'll bring this matter up, where they said, uh, and this was Mitch McConnell in the Senate, $1,200 per individual, $2,400 per couple, $500 per child, and it's a direct check mailed to people. It's direct. Uh, now, I don't know, uh, is the EI facility better? I mean, it just deals with employment insurance and all the other mishmash of certain programs and all the rest. I don't know if we've got the infrastructure to get monies out to people in, in a timely fashion, Arthur. Well, I think we do. And I think uh, Trudeau has made a real strong commitment. The applications will be available April 6th. And the commitments that people who apply, they'll be processed and dollars will flow within, I think it was 10 days. So I'd rather take $8,000 over four months than $1,200 American. The Canadian dollar hasn't fallen that much. Uh, and and <laughs> we're, we're in a much better shape on the long term. I think Trudeau is, or the, the, actually, let's be nonpartisan here. I think all parties have recognized that you have to have supportive, basic income level support to all families in, in Canada in order to, to ride out this storm. Yeah, all right. Uh, I'll get around to doing the partisan thing here in just a moment. Uh, you've piqued my curiosity. <laughs> I was fighting my uh, tongue. <laughs> but, 
All right. Uh, well, bite it a little longer. We'll come back and we'll address that. By the way, uh, the portal that's going to launch, I guess, by April 6th, and Arthur was saying correctly, about 10 days later, you'd receive a check, but you'd have to go online and qualify and all the rest. So that's how uh, expeditiously this whole thing is going to work. We'll see if that, in fact, comes to fruition. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.